A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's almost time for the great culling to begin. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode of this humble little podcast that we call Connect Those Dots. And I am your humble little host, Joe Wakili. And dot connectors, I got a cool one for you. I've uh, been kind of fanboying about this one for a while. When he uh, responded to my DMs, I got really hyped, man. So uh, Faust, man, he's got the <laughs> a legendary... Instagram, if you don't follow him uh, on Instagram, you will now. Uh, you can just follow the link on screen right here, and you'll be delighted to a plethora of knowledge <laughs> ranging from all sorts of topics and avenues and rabbit holes. Uh, so we want to welcome Faust to connect those dots. What up, Faust? What's up, bro? Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you having me on, man. Dude, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, you know, before I started rolling here, I was just uh, sort of gushing and, uh, you know, brown nosing a little <laughs> bit about you. Uh, if I could be uh, quite frank about it, <laughs> I, I have no shame about it. You know, you 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 kill it. Your um, that, your reels, they're so well done. They're so well spoken and that they range from such a wide array of topics and you break them down in such a tight fashion to where you're you're packing as much knowledge and context as you can in these quick little reels mm -hmm. so uh doc connectors if you don't follow this dude uh you're you're slipping so um faust i just want to ask you like what got you red pilled what got you into this mm. sort of genre i guess of conspiracy what was the the moment that you broke the matrix well let's see um i want to say the the, it's this is odd but, but i'm sure there's probably compounding things that like there, yeah. built your levels you right know how but what was that one that we all have that one thing that w was the point of no return mm, the point of no return that's an even different um so uh, let me just say the first slap in the face for me was my this was years this was over a decade ago now my my wife was pregnant um with our firstborn and i was very much stuck in my you know a, a set of programs and beliefs that i didn't even know i was operating by at the time and and she was like uh i need you to see this documentary and i was like oh, right now <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, i was like I'm, learning I'm busy oh, doing something i know that um and i'm like fine you know so we watched this documentary and it's called uh the business of being born and uh and it is just a complete expose on what the hospital system, the Rockefeller hospital system has done to the, to the business of birthing. I mean, they've, mm -hmm. they've made it a business. It used to be a sacred thing. Yes. And, you know, with, with C-sections and, and it's wow. just like I, anybody who is going to have a baby should absolutely watch this movie. Do not be scared. Um, be prepared. And then you can navigate. Then if then if you decide to go and take the allopathic route, which is fine, you can do it if you know how. If you know what they're going to try to do, you can mm -hmm. avoid it. You know what I'm saying? You go in mm -hmm. there educated. Knowledge is power. And so that was a slap in the face for me because I was like, son of a bitch. You know what I mean? I was shocked that 
you know, and all, all of it rang true and all of it was true. So we got, we, we got, we ended up. Cause we're so habituated on the white lab coats mm -hmm. and the whole sort of pageantry and sterile environment of, uh, of birthing and like this, this ritual, this modern day ritual that it's become. And it, it, that's all we know now. Now, when you tell yeah. people, Oh, I don't really want to go to a hospital. I want to go to a midwife. I want to go to a birthing center. I want to have, you know, a natural birth and natural pregnancy. They look at you like you're crazy, crazy but that's yeah. really the, the path that you should be going on. That's where it was meant to be. I mean, hospitals are so sterile. They take that bit, you know, everything they do, man. It's just, it's, it's literally just about getting the the woman out of the, out of the bed or into a different bed, you know. And if they can, if they can speed up everything and charge an extra forty grand or whatever it costs for a C section, they have ways to do that, you know. And you learn that watching this documentary. So anyway, that was a slap in the face. I I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know how much of a red pill it was, but it was a, certainly a slap in the face about wait a minute if you're going into a hospital i don't care what's going on you got to be careful because this it may not be rigged the way you think it's rigged yeah um and so then after that you know i i was going through a lot of um i i you know i was having trouble with the programming i had right and and i and i and i was having trouble breaking out of it and it wasn't computing anymore the firewall no, was starting to uh... shit that i was like hating myself for and i and i had habits and and addictions and i was I was struggling and myself, not that my self-esteem was so bad, but my self-loathing was off the charts and I, and I was stuck, you know what I mean? Like I was emotionally constipated and I had, I had all this trauma. I didn't know it at the time, but I had all this trauma built over my emotional center and I was an actor and a filmmaker for, for 20 years. And, um, and I had a great coach tell me, he was like, you need to find out why you've built Fort Knox over your heart. <laughs> And I was like, you know, I always knew something was up, but you just don't know. You don't, it's like the, the parental paradox. You know, you don't know what you don't know. You, if you've never been taught that it's not normal and, and not healthy to beat the shit out of your children when they're quote bad, then you don't know. Then you growing up, you think that, well, you know, you were told that you were a terror of a kid. You were more than bad. You deserved all the beatings you got. You're lucky you didn't get more. And that's what you grow up thinking. You, and you're thinking, hey, if they're good parents, they beat the shit out of their kids too. What do you know? You know what I mean? It wasn't until I I got out in the real world and I started to realize that, that that's dysfunctional, right? And so he put me on a path, this coach, thank God, God bless him, um, uh, of trying to get to the bottom of why I had, because I was trying to play these roles, man. And I was I couldn't even touch him. I couldn't crack my heart open. I couldn't play that. I couldn't allow vulnerability. I had a, mm -hmm. literally a physiological response. And a lot of men have this and they don't even realize it. And they don't have a reason to look at it. I had a reason to. I wanted my idea at the time was to become the best, you know, the next Marlon Brando, highly sensitive, emotionally, very fluent. Mm -hmm. um, and that put me on a mission. And I know now that mission was to make me a better human being, <laughs> not a necessarily a better well, actor dude, or any of that shit. What but. you're doing now is uh, a lot more badass and a lot more impactful than anything Marlon Brando ever did. And he was Vito Corleone. So who really <laughs> cares? You know, you're exposing evil. You're exposing demonic. So wherever you were pulled yeah. to and pushed toward in your path, it's led you here. And the, the, the impact that you're having is, you know... It, it's it's invaluable it's more valuable than just some hollywood movies like would you rather oh, yeah. be some hollywood drone you not know obviously not sell your soul to the hollywood no. devil dude bro i don't so miss it at all at all and i was doing movies i was doing tv feature films i was mm -hmm. doing stage i don't know there's I don't nothing miss, wrong you know. with that there's nothing wrong with acting there's nothing wrong with hollywood i've worked in media for like i worked in media for six years with a very leftist company and yeah. i had to part ways with them when the whole vaccine mandates happened and mm -hmm. you know we couldn't come to a compromise on that and i had i had to switch up my whole deal so that very um liberating that's, it was it was very liberating and you know at, at first you you don't know where you're going to go because like this is your career path and yeah. this is what you've put all your energy into and this is where this is the basket that you've put all your eggs into and uh you don't know how you're going to have to switch up but like you said it's liberating and 
you are always on the the right path if you just go with God. And uh, that's the one thing, too, that's been like building through getting red pilled or whatever and really discovering how real the devil is. That's Mm. when you discover how real God is. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's certainly two formidable sides of uh, (laughs) whatever you want to call them, you know, that are at play. And uh, there's just no doubt about it. Look, if you if you follow your heart you're going to be a happy man or woman. You know what I'm saying? And or they, them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they, them. Well, pronoun, not really. Most of the they, them. I don't know if they're that happy. <laughs> I love that one. Um, I don't oh, know man. if they're that happy, though. All, the that, all that crazy shit is, you know, it's such a distraction. It's such oh, yeah. horse. It's such a campaign tailored designed to keep people attacking each other and 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 not focused on the you know the the buildings that are crumbling in the background and it's just it drives me crazy that people and dude you know what that that leads me perfectly to uh what i want to share right now with the dot connectors one of your uh awesome reels that i was just talking about and here it is right here where you talk about the tavistock institutes and how they they are essentially the the godfathers of Mm. psyops about everything in your life, your thoughts, your opinions, and your feelings, even your favorite music, has been planned out for you. No, I'm not talking about God or fate. I'm talking about Tavistock, the original hive mind for the global manipulation of human consciousness. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's an actual institution, a psychology clinic founded 100 years ago in Oxford, corrupted by the world's most powerful men to become the core of Britain's Psychological Warfare Bureau, and later, NATO and the CIA. After World War II, the Committee of 300 allegedly began using Tavistock's massive stockpile of human data for a new goal, social engineering. Think tanks like the Rand Corporation and the Stanford Research Institute joined the media to control every aspect of our society, from politics to pop culture, all designed to obliterate critical thinking and crush dissension, aka a new world order. Just about I mean, everything that's just in your masterfully life. done. Thanks, bro. That's just masterfully done right there. I mean, like you, you it's exactly as I described it. It's so much information, context, the beginning, the middle, and end, right there in a quick little reel for people to digest so easily. And the Tavistock Institute, as we were just talking about with the whole trans and they them mm-hmm. agenda, they were the original progenitors of this agenda. And as you described so eloquently in that reel. They are essentially, we were talking about Marlon Brando and how he's the Mm -hmm. godfather. They are the godfathers of psyops and behavioral psychology and starting trends. And, you know, when we talk about the meme with the current thing, they are the progenitors essentially or the precursors of what we know now with the propaganda of the current thing and the NPC meme. That's right. They are. And, and, you know, it's funny because their name remains just under the the radar just kind of out of the collective consciousness of most people because it it, it was before everything it was what started it all but you know all, all these establishments and and grants and foundations now they kind of get all the bad rap and that's the way Tavistock likes it but Tavistock is definitely the the original the og of it all Man. didn't i hear somewhere where they shut down the tavistock institute recently or like or is that just a red herring is that like no, not you even? know they did that they, they just, oh, we're shutting it down, but we're starting it somewhere they, else. You know, they, they're so something good at else. Um, yeah. they, they, so uh, uh, I guess a certain program from it was was uh, shut down, a very controversial program. But but it was like one single it's like shutting down a single classroom in a whole college full of a curriculum. You know, it's like it's just a bullshit way for them to say, oh, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, OK, yeah, um, but we are doing it over here. But yeah. it's okay. they it's just changed the names, you know. You know that scary name that you don't like anymore? Oh, it's called something else. You don't want us to do the research here? We'll just ship it to China. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude. I mean, oh my God. so the Tavistock Institute, personally, I know them mostly through their uh, the, their birthing of the, the transgender sort of ideology. Mm-hmm. But what, what was one of their first kind of psyops that they ran on a mass scale? 
Oh my God. So that, you know, you got to go back for, for that. And Tavistock, you know, you, you're talking about back when, you know, the meetings, be, many of the, the minutes and the, the, the way that they kept records, you know, was never truly filed. So, you know, you have accounts of people who, you know, went against the grain and wrote about it, but you know, it's hard to pin down some of their, cause that, cause you're talking about over a hundred years ago, you know? That's true, so, man. so, but you know, they had, they had their hand in so much development. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a whole book unto itself. You know, it's hard for me to remember because I read that book along uh, about a year and a half ago, a, a single, you know, kind of um, a, mm -hmm. a, original incident that they did, but there's a, there's a lot to them. And you see some of the biggest, most powerful multi-billion dollar, you know, like the Rand, some of these places, yeah. are, they're so well-funded. There's literally nothing that they can't bring into reality with the kind of money that they're getting. And that's because of the people who are obviously in charge, yeah. um, you know, but it's, there's, there's a few books uh, on one, one of them, I think is called the Tavistock Institute, which is kind of uh, an expose. That's the one I read. If you're interested, you know, people are like, where do you get your information? I'm like, books <laughs> the internet is great but the yeah. internet can be sensed the internet can be scrubbed and mm -hmm. you know you know if you if you guys want to hear just how scrubbed the internet is listen to my podcast with um zach Voorhees, the 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 whistleblower from google you know he downloaded 900 some odd pages of what google was doing to to trump and then he made the mistake of giving them to the doj but he did that because he caught wind of Google trying to, you know, set him up for something nefarious. So he was like, he just called them up in a panic. And I, like, I have the video of him being arrested by the DOJ, but, you know, he gave them 900 pages. Of course, the DOJ didn't do shit because they're, I'm sure they're cooperating with Google. <laughs> oh, no, there's no you know? way. You, there's there's no way that's Fucking happening. Waste of money there. There's yeah. no way the Justice Department is colluding with Big Tech. They, they, they wouldn't do that. They no, love they us. Do you see that uh, ruling that came down? I think it was today or yesterday that, that said uh, the Biden administration is no longer allowed to uh, <laughs> tell big tech to to censor information. And they're appealing, of course. I'm like, no. Why yeah, I know. I know. It's so funny. It's so appealing. funny when Elon Musk tries to like free up Twitter or whatever. Oh, we have to go after big tech. Big tech billionaires are ruining. Like, where were you when uh, the big tech billionaires are doing it before? Every other big tech billionaire was doing it before the guy that you don't like. You know, you know what I mean, it, it's dude. It's incredible. it's just such clown world and just such obvious hypocrisy, and it goes back to that sort of psychological warfare. The the and I, I I'll be the first one to admit I was one of the biggest sheep on the planet. I followed everything. I I always had a conspiratorial mind. Mm -hmm. I always enjoyed conspiracy as like a genre, as like sort of an offshoot. Yeah. I like to listen to Alex Jones when he would go on the Joe Rogan Experience. Mm -hmm. I would like to uh you know hear Eddie Bravo like do yeah. an hour about flat Earth or whatever. I always thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. And then uh, my interest would always be piqued when they would get into some actual stuff. And damn, there really are human yeah, animals. Jamie would be like, actually, there is. Yeah, human animals. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I was oh. like, I told you there was human animals. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, they actually are keeping the babies alive after yeah. they're born, and like saying that dude, it's a one by one. Yeah. You know, uh, Alex Jones is incredible. I don't care what anyone says about him, dude is a fucking savant or something. He's incredible. He's right about almost fucking everything that come. You know that he says. I mean, except for like the one thing that they, I think they set him up for in a lot of ways to for him to take a fall for, and then yeah, arrange for these families to. No, totally. So I mean that you know? that whole thing that whole thing is like out of the realm. But I mean, like, he didn't kill anyone, dude. He, you know what I'm saying? He, he saw some discrepancies and he voiced them. There's yeah. a lot of discrepancies with that friggin' story. He didn't too. make prank and, phone calls and taunt the parent. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what I'm talking about with psyops and psychological operations and psychological warfare. The just like we were talking about when you initially said with uh, the birthing. The public is so under these doctrines, these oh, fake yeah. sort of um, status quos that the establishment has put out for them. And they think anything outside of that box should not even be like taken seriously. Yeah. That's why you hate Alex Jones. That's why they scoff at. That's why the people hate Alex Jones. Right. Yeah. That's why people scoff at you if you try to say, I don't know if I want to go to a hospital to have my baby. So it's on and so forth. And 
we can talk about it from from the stand with Ukraine to the, the get vaccinated. We're all we're all in this yeah. together. Pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated to the Black Lives Matter mottos, diversity yeah. and inclusion. It just goes on and on. The LGBTQ trans nonsense. Even the calling it gender affirmation to literally reversing the gender. That's another psyop, <laughs> another dialectic of inversion and then, and then saying that that there the american medical association has proposed that that doctors not immediately gender the baby because the baby is not old enough to decide yet the american um, medical association the rockefeller medical association has declared that yet when you want to um get gender affirming care you Ultimately, the end goal is the removal of your genitals, yes. which would be the indicator for the doctor to say yeah. yay or nay, male or female. So it's I mean, you really have to be lost. I mean, in, yeah, in you this really propaganda do. It, of nonsense it, to, to even buy into it because it makes no logical sense. I don't care what anyone says. You know, there has to be a part of your brain that's been scrubbed really well if you're going to fucking buy into this nonsense. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. It's divide and conquer distractive nonsense and the government is pushing it the biden administration specifically is pushing it uh they're being pushed to push it i shouldn't say them not like joe biden is responsible for anything he probably can't even change his own diaper anymore but his butt's know, been wiped you know it, it, his more than his butt my god <laughs> my butt's been wiped you know that video? <laughs> yeah but oh, you know man. what dude it all goes back to eugenics right at the end of the yeah. day especially this whole trans thing man and mm -hmm. it's so funny the inversion never stops because they say if you don't let kids get gender affirming care you're genociding them you're going to be arrested but, in california but the entire thing of removing the genitals is genocide when you remove your genitals when you remove your potential to reproduce that is depopulation that yes is genocide that is cutting off your bloodline yep, so the inversion the propaganda the psyops the dialectics they never end and they all lead to eugenics of the population right. and i want to share one more uh, not one more i got one more after this but i want to share another one of your masterful reels just completely opening the entire pinata of eugenics the, the eugenics pinata. Eugenics was coined by the Englishman Francis Galton in the late 19th century. He called for society to sterilize the unfit in order to maintain racial purity. The Harrimans, an American household name, who bankrolled Hitler and the Bushes, as well as the Rockefellers, who founded and funded the medical industrial complex and all of our medical schools, they were all big proponents of eugenics. Together, they spent more than $11 million to establish a eugenics laboratory on Long Island, New York. By 1917, 15 US states had eugenics laws in place, and all but a few of them made compulsory the sterilization of the handicapped, the mentally ill, epileptics, and criminals. In the comments, I get another like, well, what's wrong with sterilizing criminals? I was like, what? Yeah. Missing I mean, the whole dude, point. I know. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, how, define a criminal. Like, yeah. I could call you a criminal. You call me a criminal because I don't call you they them. So right. you want to sterilize me? Literally. Oh, man. Yeah. And people are like, why'd they stop this? I'm like, dude, just get off my comment section. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I understand that you're unhappy with people in your life, but yeah, I know. But, I know. I want to kill people too, man. I want to get rid of people too. I want to play God. It's, I it's, want to kill. That's incredible, man. I mean, it's, it's pretty, but you there's hit a the, lot of, dude, you hit the nail on the head, Joe. Not many people make the connection. And I, and I have to, I feel like a crazy person trying to explain it to them. I'm like, do you understand that the trans movement, it, it, this is all part of eugenics. This is about sterilizing as many people. Look at the now in, in New Jersey, since they began indoctrinating children, you went from six, I think it was like 16 kids uh, over the course of two years who 
uh, ident who were identifying they weren't sure, you know, non-binary. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah. The now it's is. like a quarter now of children. Like now there's like 450, like a four thousand percent increase in two yeah. years because of the indoctrination. Oh, because that's the, just the because teaching. that's just because they don't hate on trans people like they used to. But they, there's so much hate for trans people, and they're killing themselves everywhere. Yes. Like which so they, one is it? And, you it's know, just like the masks. They're like, oh, flu went away because everybody's wearing their mask. Oh, but why is everybody getting COVID? Because nobody's wearing their mask, bro. Yeah, like, dude, make, make it make sense. You know, it's like. Uh, and it never will because it's an inverted satanic spirit that has literally taken hold on the hearts and minds of these people. I mean, look, the, the, a lot of these parents are are victims of. And and don't get me wrong, this is the only time Darwin holds any weight. You know, it's like it it is their inability to discern truth, you know, and have the kind of spiritual fortitude that you need, yeah. and be able to quiet your mind enough to to check in with your heart and see what's actually true about what you're being told. Because if you don't have that ability, it's very very easy to get swept away. You know, and you have you have professionals sitting in front of you telling you that your kid's going to kill himself what do you think as a parent you 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 know you have to that's a slap in the face you don't want to hear that you know what i mean that's your worst nightmare so yeah. they're they're fucking they use the love that parents have for their kids and they, they they get people brainwashed and they get them thinking you know selling this nonsense and i feel bad for a lot of the parents who don't they don't know better now it's it's no one's fault but their own but but the problem is the agenda at play. Yeah. You know, a lot of the parents are as big a victim as the kids. These poor kids, I don't even want to think about it or get into it. It's just terrible. I ha I have two young kids. I have a nine and a twelve year old. You know, and and it's just the 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 notion that a, a six, seven, eight year old could possibly. I mean. You're not, you're, you both both sides of the hemispheres of their brain aren't even developed. They have not even developed a subconscious yet. You know, everything what the, is still just totally innocent. And and they're going to say that they can. I mean, this it's just insane. that's it right there. That word innocent. That's the word that they want to abolish because you know what? The, here's the next connection. It's not just a eugenics connection, right? It's it's a pedophilia connection. So when you take that innocence out of there, when you take that um that minor cannot make decisions yeah. on their own veil, right? When they, when they it's real, but they're trying to claim that it's a veil and they want to remove it, right? Like oh, they can do whatever they want. If they they can make their own decisions, they can decide what gender they are, x y and z. They oh, then, yeah. now they can drink. Now oh, they can choose their sexual they, they partner. Can, they, can, they don't have Who, to who are you to say that they can't have sex with me? They, they want to get choice? vaccinated. It's okay. They don't need parental consent. So you yes. you continue to strip away the parents' ability right. to to parent, you know? Uh and it's it, I mean it's it's a it's a disaster, you know, and a lot of parents are pulling their kids from school. God bless them. You know, my, my, uh, my kids have learning challenges, the learning differences they're called. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I was not equipped to pull them out or I would have pulled them out. Um, I just don't, I don't have the, the special skills to teach a kid with my kind of kids learning differences. Yeah, for sure. Like one has severe dyslexia and for I'm sure. Like, How do I homeschool a kid who, you know, it was just, it was challenging as I wanted the homeschool, but we found a great, you know, very great private school, you know, we, for the kid, for my kids and, but, um, um, it is what it is, but I don't blame parents for yanking their kids out of these fucking schools, man. Dude. You know? I, I mean, I get it, man. And like, they, they, they literally just see the human as obsolete, you know, and it's, it's not even what you covered in your eugenics video. It's, it's more than just even those barometers of people, you know, learning disabled races that they deem unfit, uh, people that, that don't have a certain intelligence quotient. It, it's a, like a, a scorched earth policy now mm -hmm. where it's just like, we see all humans as unfit to live. And yeah. we see humans as the obsolete species. Well, it's a, the, so it started out as something more along the lines of racism, the best racism in its yeah. purest form, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and yeah. then it and then it morphed, you know, especially as you you know you had 
continents and cultures, every everybody kind of interspersing. Then, then it became more of, um, well, there's too many people, so so we can we can extrapolate and apply this to to much greater swaths of people. And and you, you got to understand, people like Bill Gates, people like George Soros, the, these these people are indoctrinated from birth to look at the world like you would look at you know your herd of cattle. They don't see other people as Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari. There is no empathy. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that kind of, that's not, they've never taught that. If you're not taught these things, they don't come into your awareness. And it's like Nero, it's like Caligula, you know, it's this, it's this, this royalty God complex. I mean, Yuval Noah Harari, the head futurist at the World Economic Forum, calls humans hackable animals and says that, says, Every single satanic thing that you can imagine. <laughs> uh, oh, we did not have uh, souls. We are not yeah. unique, beautiful beings. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election, or whether in the supermarket this is my free will, that's over. So, Jesus thinking, was not yeah. the son of God. Oh, we will create a real good Bible yeah. and it will be made by AI. Yeah. Um, AI can create new ideas, can even write a new Bible. We, you know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the other books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. That just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. Bruh. Yeah, they're asking chat GPT. I'm like, good luck with that fucking... I mean, I mean, so stupid. I mean, I, I I read somewhere that they're asking ChatGPT to to recreate the Bible, and I'm like, dude, that's I want AI to recreate the Bible and tell Chat me that GBT it's okay. ChatGPT couldn't recreate my bio, okay? Like ChatGPT is so overrated. I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> I want ChatGPT. I'm not GBT. from New York. I wasn't born in. What the, this thing is like? You're just making things up, you know? I know. Like, I what know. The, and that's what it's... it does. Dude, I mean, it's crazy. And, and the, the reason why there's such a scramble now and there's a race going on, and I think everyone can feel it, whether they realize it or not, you know, between the powers that be and, and the amount of control they can put into place before the system breaks down enough and, and, and the wrong person gets in power and then they have to they have to hide their agenda for as many years as they need to. They're very good at this. They play the long game. Wow. Know? You know, and, and what I dude, I mean, people, I, that 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 brings me right to where I want to lead us right now. It's funny how like everything you're saying is just segueing perfectly into what I want to talk about. That's how connect those dots works, everybody, because everything's all connected. It's all one. They all lead to the same point. I want to show you this clip of Elon Musk. He appeared on the Zuby podcast and Zuby's a pretty good podcaster. Mm-hmm. He, he's a pretty logical dude and he asks a lot of good questions. I think he missed a few questions here, but in re- in reference to AI and Neuralink, he asked uh, Elon some pretty decent questions and I just, let's both sort of break down and unpack the way Elon responds to them because it's, it's very telling, especially when we're sitting here talking about psyops and dialectics. I'll be honest, of all, of all the things you do and all the companies you run, I think it's all awesome. The one thing that does concern me, and I know concerns a lot of people out there, so I do have to bring it up, which is Neuralink. Sure. So firstly, can you explain what Neuralink is and what the goal of it is? Uh, we put a, a chip in your brain to control your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Concerns not alleviated. <laughs> Obviously sarcastic. He's a funny guy, you know. Elon Musk. He's tongue in cheek. He's a troll. We we get it. But is he being disingenuous? Is he just? Well, we're gonna continue to listen to him, and what what he's gonna say is gonna be way more telling than that because that's obvious, you know, tongue in cheek. But some of the other stuff, especially when you understand globalist dialectics, it's gonna really perk your ears up. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> jump right in. <laughs> Step right up. Who wants one? Um, no, so, so Neuralink, you'll be able to see Neuralink coming from a very long distance because any device that you implanted in a human is you have to go through a million, so many tests. Um, it, it moves very slowly. You just do a few people at a time and then um, you, you go to extreme lengths to prove safety. Um, you have to go through the FDA approvals. Before. Like we're not trying to sidestep any, you know, uh, regulatory approvals. We're, FDA approval, like that even means anything. Yeah. Who cares? The gold standard, uh, everything, according to Bill Gates. You know, by the book and uh, with maximum, we're really actually, we're going uh, far beyond what the requirements are of the FDA from a safety standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> well, Bill Gates so much better. <laughs> the FDA is the gold standard right. for health and efficacy. And the, so we the devices will really just be pretty basic. Um, it'll be about restoring functionality to people who've lost their connection between their, their brain and their body. Yada, 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 yada. Oh, it's going to be so good. We're going to turn you into a cyborg. You're going to love He's it. He's lying, though, right yeah. now. It's incremental. We're gonna we're gonna cure the blind. You we're know, just we're trying to give par people with par paralysis their legs back. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah. that sounds tough to argue with that one. That's bullshit, though. That's not what it's exactly, saying. exactly. And that's exactly sell a lot of chips that way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're not gonna. Your main clientele is not gonna just be people that are paralyzed and no. people who are blind and people who you know their dick don't work. So, uh, directly. Uh, Stimulate the neurons in the visual part of the the cortex, um, so you can give give a direct vision to the brain. Because you got connection like the ultraviolet, you can see in radar if you want. Mm -hmm. All right, you can see it all. You can and see the ultraviolet the spectrum. Term, what's the long term goal for it? Because I, I think myself and others, I think the 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 first part is the first part sounds sounds fine sounds yeah good. that's like hard to argue with you know? yeah yeah, yeah. um like but long term i think <laughs> i mean the concern that people have is is this just leading us into this dystopian transhumanist future where where does it go what are the what are the ethical boundaries of it well i, I don't know if elon was ready for that type of question mm -hmm. i don't know if he was ready for the word transhuman so listen to what he answers i mean the thing i wanted to emphasize is that it's not going to like sort of pounce on us overnight mm -hmm. uh, it'll you'll you'll see it coming it's going to be very slow in fact i i really think that um artificial general intelligence or digital super intelligence is likely to arrive before we have really advanced neural links at least that's where the trend is right now mm -hmm. so um but 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 ultimately the idea would be to achieve a symbiosis between our biological mind and our kind of digital mind. So we, we're already kind of a cyborg uh, if you think of like your phone and your computers as an extension of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's always the excuse. It's always the cliche. You're already a cyborg. Look how much you use computers. Look how much you use your phone. Yeah. Nah, dude, I, I, it's a tool. I'm not connected to the <laughs> hammer and nail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 the dialectic too is it's not going to creep up on you. You're going to see it coming. It's going to be very incremental. The seeds are going to be planted here and there, and then by the time it's become the norm, you're not even going to realize it, it's even creeped up on you. Right. In fact, like if you leave your phone behind, it's like you have missing limb syndrome. You're like, you know, <laughs> where did it go? You know, um, and. Uh, so the phone is a kind of an extension of ourselves, like computer is, uh, the various applications that we use are already an extension of self. So we, we are already a cyborg. It's just that the interface is uh, with our eyes and our fingers. Yeah. Um, and so you're obsolete. That, that, that's, that makes no sense. Yeah. So they, 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 they hear that though. So you're obsolete the way you are and the way you currently interface with the technology. We got to up your bandwidth. We got to link your connection with the technology tighter so that you have better interface. You obsolete human. Am I, am I interpreting this uh, on point? I mean, I, you know, it, the, the only question is what does he believe? And what, what, like, what, what does he sincerely believe? And, and what is he, you know, espousing? Because it's really hard for me to imagine that he believes the bullshit that he's saying. You know, the, I mean, the, the, the end goal of Neuralink is to have people hooked up in a way that they can be 
fucking remote controlled okay you know what i mean like he said it his first answer was his most honest okay i mean it came rolling out of his mouth and it was you can say it was a joke but you know we all know how these people work you know it definitely rolled out of his mouth way easier than all this other nonsense that he's like oh uh, yeah uh, uh." exactly Let's just keep listening to a little, a little bit more because he, he keeps digging the hole deeper in here. And I think he really exposes himself in this interview. And um, and that that interface, especially output, the rate at which we can type words into a phone or a computer, just it's very slow. Our, our input is much <laughs> better because with, with, with uh, the data rate from vision is, um, you know, I don't know, many thousands of times, maybe a million times better than the rate at which we can... Um, output so input is like maybe i don't know roughly a million times better than output and uh so so what what a neural link device can do is improve that bandwidth allow you allow um you to be sort of much more symbiotic with your the the ai extension of yourself he keeps using the word symbiotic symbiote when i hear the word symbiote i think of venom from friggin spider-man and i I think of just getting consumed by the thing that is going to be using you as a host and be taking the driver's seat so I, I think, and that when he said your your thumbs are too slow, if if you could just think of what you wanted to write, then send it straight to the chat bot. The chat bot will type it for you, and then we'll do it with completely perfect grammar, and you won't have to sit here with your obsolete little stupid thumbs, human. Yeah, you don't have to type it at all. In fact, you don't have to think at all. We'll do all the thinking. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. You. That's the next step. Exactly. Why even think? Why even have be bothered thinking? But the AI think for you. Listen, I you know. This sounds remarkably like an RFID chip. You know what I'm saying? And inevitably it will be. This has been on the Rockefeller agenda for 20, 25, 30 years. I mean, I saw testimony from a whistleblower that you can find on Dr. Stephen Greer's website uh, or his YouTube channel from a guy who he's this testimony was not allowed to come out till 10 years after he died. And he talked about the manufacturing of millions, hundreds of millions of RFID chips. And when he realized what they were for, they made the mistake of contacting people who they thought they could trust in the U.S. government. And they had a meeting with a bunch of people. And they made the mistake of disclosing the location of these chips. Then they found out that the people that they met with were not listed in the directory of any government agency they claimed to be in. And those chips were stolen. When they realized what they were for, they tried to stop it, but they made the mistake of trusting the government. You got to see this testimony. Like I, I, I'll get the guy's name and I'll get it to you, so you can put it in the, the video link description. But these chips, you know, they they've been in the works for a long time. Now, yes, it's not. I, I look. I, I have. I respect Elon. I think he's. He think he's a cool dude. I, I hope he's sincere when he talks about free speech. I think there's only so much he's going to be able to do. I think Twitter is going to be f- pressured into bowing. Uh, as seems like it's already happening with the EU, but more power to him. Look, if uh, if if you're dumb enough to get a fucking brain implant and you want to be a fucking <laughs> puppet, well, I mean that's your. It, we live in a universe that says you have free will. You know, yes. God gave us that. The problem with that is stupid people can be manipulated into giving it up. <laughs> One hundred percent, and you. But you got to sit here and. But I, I completely agree with you. And the thing is, for me, is the way he's talking about it so matter of factly is that he, he knows the way that the story is going to unfold. He's telling the guy straight up. He's like, "Look, don't worry about it right now." And th- that's that's sort of how the interview goes for the rest of yeah. the of the interview. He's like, "Look, don't worry about it right now. You don't need to worry about it. This is coming way later, and yeah. uh, you know, by the time it gets here, you won't even notice it." That's essentially <laughs> is what he's saying. Okay, yeah. and um, what Zuby sort of fails to ask is hey elon this is pretty reminiscent of uh the mark of the beast here right this is pretty reminiscent of uh if you can't beat it join it right this is pretty reminiscent of uh if if this is gonna if this being linked up 
to the AI and being linked up to the net and having all of this synergy with the the, the cyborg that I already am. If I'm already a cyborg, if I don't and, and if I don't upgrade myself, I'm going to be left behind, right? But what if I don't want to take that next step? Well, don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about it right now. It's going to, you yeah. know, you, by the time it gets here, you won't even need to worry about it. And yeah. th that's really the the complete dialectic that he goes on throughout the entire interview. We don't have to watch the entire thing because it just goes on and on. Yeah. But it, it, dot, dot connectors, if if you want to watch the whole thing, you can watch it on YouTube right now and uh, you can see it for yourself. That's that's what he does. There's you know, there's a lot of people writing about this. Um, and and I, I had her name is Rachel. I want to say Wood. Rachel Levine. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Not, not <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. Um, she's she's an incredible author. Uh, Rachel. I want to say maybe core no her name is cora cora i want to say cora wood do i have her book over there i'm going to take a look for it but but she showed her mm -hmm. she she's written a few books she's very much in the same vein as david ike and you know but but she focuses on the transhuman transhumanism agenda and 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 she talks about how you know our dna and i and i and i've come to really agree with this you know our dna is 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 part of our divinity it's part of our gift of that that god has sequenced and created in yes. his name it is yes. you know if if you want to say that human beings are made in god's name then you have to look at the dna that was made in god's name and it's and proven it's proven dot connectors what he's saying like it, it, just like a video game or a pro computer program they create the world they and there's source code that goes right. into creating that world so think of god as the ultimate computer pro <coughs> excuse That's right. me and source code there's no better way to put it <laughs> source, source coder code. And you can literally see it when you look under the hood of everything around you, from the trees outside to the complex being that you are, to, to the buildings, to the to the air around you, there's source code, there's genetic material, microscopic material that is invisible to the naked eye. So God source coded it and we're able to actually connect with him on that level and see his source code. But now there's people out here that are trying to rewrite his code. And the more people are familiar with this code, the more concerned they are with this transhumanism movement, because they know that to hack into the DNA, to 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 alter the DNA in a way that would put free, truly put free will into a state of question is is you're 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 literally putting the soul into question that's what they believe and i believe that there's something to what they're saying if you read greg braden's the god code or the divine matrix you'll start to understand the science behind exactly what joe was just saying exa exactly about how god wrote his name into our dna literally his name you could say her name, whatever you want to, you know, whatever floats your boat. I'm not trying to get gender specific. It's his uh, name. It's his name. No, no, we're, 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 we're <laughs> you know, we, he's the father. All right. He we, is we, the we, father. We, he's we, the, we, you know, we, the we mother name. is the earth and the sky is the father. I mean, the mother's the creation for sure. In, in general. But, but there's yeah. a lot of science to back this and it's mind blowing. I mean, um, but it, I agree with a lot. And even when I hear people like Greg Braden, who is, you know, a scientist and an archaeologist through and through he's also very well versed in religions and and f ancient philosophy and texts he's a code breaker the man is a code breaker he worked for the government at one point yeah. way back you know when he's talking about this and he's like they're coming for our divinity mm -hmm. you know and he and he's right and he knows even and, and um the the the, the ex-head scientist at pfizer uh michael yeadon he um totally got freaked out by the mrna technology that they're putting in the vaccines he totally jumped shipped when they when he realized the entire uh, agenda behind the vaccine push and and he found god now so wow. it goes back to what i was saying in the beginning of this episode when you realize how real the devil is out here and how the devil it works through people and you see the devil inside of people through their deception through whatever it may be and you look at it and you're like that's not human 
I can't imagine another human being like that. I would never do that. It doesn't compute with me. That's what proves God to to a lot of people that can't find it through faith alone. So we should rejoice right now that the devil is really showing himself and um the mask is off because now it's time to choose sides. You know, and if yeah. if you're too lost, if you're too glamorized, if you're too psyoped by wh- whatever agendas that the, whatever current things that they throw at you, then I mean, th- then it, they've done the devil's done a good job at cutting off your divinity. And, yeah. you know, we, we, I guess we got to pray for you. And yeah. I guess we got to spread the word like we do here, like you do on your dope ass Instagram and on your dope ass podcast far That's out bad. with Faust um, Faust. Before we wrap up, bro, it has been such a dope conversation, man. I really appreciate coming on here. It's been like surreal. I've been fanboying totally Thanks, just bro. having you on here. Um, w- w- how'd you get the name Faust? Because I know, I know <laughs> Faust is a Shakespearean uh, yeah, there are a lot of things, right? about selling like, your soul to the devil. So people Faust- are like, does your parents, or are they like obsessed with literature? I'm like, my parents don't even know what literature is. I'm named after my grandfather, but, but uh, you know. That's I was your real name? Arts. That's my real name. No shit. Yeah, name. I thought it was like a stage name. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got. I used to get that a lot. No, so you know, like I'm Italian American. Uh, even my fucking name couldn't be more German. But but, fa- it was Faustino. It was Fausto. And then when we came and we immigrated, the last name and my first name got that we lost all the vowels. You know, um, and and, <laughs> and so here i am I, I i like my name you know I, there's i think the, it's the, bad the story ass, of faust. i've never met a faust before i'm Crazy. sure you've met multiple joes <laughs> i i have i have a few joes in my family um you know it's a crazy story people are always like faust like the devil i'm like no man read the story the, the devil and god make a wager over faust's soul okay and god wins because faust falls in love and the devil tries to trick him but yeah in the end love wins but yeah that's, anyway it's actually a beautiful story but it is there it is you staked your claim right there you that's just right. proved yourself boom faust <laughs> tell them where they can find you bro so um my youtube channel which is is still going skirting skirting the uh, censorship regime uh, it's far out with faust um my my instagram is uh the one faust chicho um i had to make a new account uh <laughs> which i grew pretty quickly avoiding the censorship regime uh and uh you can find me there we also have a far out with faust instagram account which um also has a lot of shorts i you know i I, on my personal page i let a lot i I put a lot of stuff out that isn't just from the channel i put stuff out that i love you know about, about about how to get the most out of this life with your beliefs you know about yourself and realizing that we're all products of the like a computer of the programs that were put into us when we were younger. And a lot of times those programs don't serve us. They're limiting, you know, they don't help us. So we break free of those programs and begin to see the world for what it is. And you can really start to experience how powerful you are as a divine, creative, beautiful soul on this planet and not get sucked into this madness that's happening, but, but keep it strong for yourself and your family. Amen. Oof. You killed it. Dot connectors. That was this episode of Connect Those Dots. Uh, peace out. God bless. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Stop connecting those dots. Stay in peace touch, out, bro. Fast. Take care, man.